Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, so today is February 15th, 2015, and we're having a half an hour session with Sadie. So I have her photo up, so Sadie, please. She says, oh, phew. She says, I'm glad that you're here. She says, I'm a love bug. I'm a sweet girl. She says, but I also have a lot of energy. She says, I need to get out more. She says, my people do well by me. I especially love to, okay, she says, put a paw up on their hand. It feels like she's very dexterous with her front paws, you know, like some dogs are. She shows herself being in a sit position and just raising a front paw as if wanting to get a human's attention while she's in that body position. She shows me also loving to receive human affection on top of her head. She's very much what she defines as a touchy-feely kind of girl when she's in affection mode. She tells me she has two modes, Terry, affection mode and then play mode. Um, She very much does see herself as a busy bee. And, okay, so Sadie, we have specific questions we do want to inquire with you. She says, oh, I know all about that. She says, I'm a very smart girl. She says, I get bored down there by myself. It's the first thing she's referring to regarding the laundry room, Terry. Uh Uh-huh. Tell me more about that. She says, well, I get lonely. She says, singing to myself isn't much fun. She says, so I've decided to start gnawing. She says, I have a very tender mouth. She tells me that she likes to mouth toys in general, but she does it in what she defines as a rather gentle way. You know, there are some dogs that are gentle with their toys and objects and others that maul them and tear them and shred them to pieces. She comes actually in closer towards the gentle side when it comes to items that are appropriate dog toys in her mouth. But when it comes to the drywall, tell me, why are you doing it on drywall then? She says, because I'm frustrated. She says, nobody's there to play with me. I'm getting lonely and bored. I've been down here, she says, for being a good girl for a very long time, she says, and then it's like she shows me a light switch. Something snapped within her, and she says, I just can't live like this anymore. I feel isolated. She says, so she's doing much of the chewing even though she knows she's not supposed to. This is a very smart dog. She also has a gentle quality about her. She's not desiring, Terry, to do these activities of chewing your your laundry room as a way of upsetting you or your wife. She says that's not what it's about. She says, I just don't know how else to be heard. She feels, um, aside from the frustration, she just says, loneliness, it's really getting to me. She thinks that you're a very, very busy person. Um, Regarding your wife, she says, I love you both. She thinks that she's out of the house much of the time as well. Um, Terry, do, are you both out of the home, or does one of you work at home? We we both work out of the home. Okay, okay. How many hours is she typically left alone by herself? Uh, probably a good eight. Okay, yeah, and that's the average household, Terry. You know, it really is. So, Sadie, how many of those hours do you actually do okay with when you're – she says she loves seeing you all in the morning. She does okay and actually snoozes much of the time for the first couple hours. It feels like after two hours she gets antsy. She says, I know I'm supposed to be calm and quiet. That's what Daddy likes, a calm, quiet dog. She says, but there's times that I have all this energy and this burst of lightning, which is her energy, courses through her body, and she just wants to run. Um, she tells me she's not getting enough exercise. Playing with toys in the house, 
she does get some, you know, it's a nice, healthy energy outlet. It feels like she is getting some of her energy out that way. She says she has such a beautiful, graceful body, and she wants to use it and run like a deer. Running is one of the best outlets for her of getting this frustration out. She, again, she says not enough exercise. Terry, how are you and your wife exercising her up to this point on a regular basis? Well, it really is just playing uh, with toys in the house for the most part. We have a pretty large backyard, and when she's out there, she spends a fair amount of time kind of just running around. Uh, But in the house, you know, I'll toss a ball with her for, you know, 15 minutes or so pretty much every evening. And that does seem to get her tired, but without a doubt, I recognize I think she is not getting enough exercise because she is a very active dog. She's grown a lot here in the last couple of two or three months, and I think she needs definitely more exercise. I agree with that. Okay, okay. Um, excellent. So when I ask her, so aside from running, Sadie, what kind of exercise would help you get your energy out in an appropriate manner? Because the point is, Terry, when you've got, um, if you had a child, a human, a three-year-old, and you put them in a room by themselves and, you know, just like her being a young thing, a child being a young thing, and left to their own devices, sure, they might be able to play with everything they've got in there, even if you'd left toys in with her or in with the child. But after a time, they're going to be like, okay, I'm by myself, and now I'm going to bang on the walls. I'm going to punch holes in the walls. I'm going to see if I can open that door. It's kind of like they get a little antsy, mm-hmm. a little cabin fevery. She's getting mm-hmm. got some cabin fever down there. So, again, it's not maliciousness that she's doing. It really is, I've got all this energy. I'm a young, healthy dog, and i got to get it out. So what else, Sadie, besides run? She'd like you to take her to the park, Um I mean, if she's dog-safe, dog-friendly, it feels like she hasn't had an awful lot of interaction with dogs. I, I do see one small dog, uh, so maybe at some point in her you know, um, past with you guys or before you guys, she was introduced to a small dog, and I see her being like, oh, I'm okay with that. I just don't want it too big. So it does feel like big dogs could make her nervous because she doesn't seem to have had a lot, awful lot of mm, consistent, regular exposure to dogs. But if you were to take her to the dog park and, yes, she is a phenomenal jumper. I can feel her body, and the athleticism within her is amazing. What you could do in that dog park is take a nice, long, soft cotton you know, leash you can get, not even a leash, rope that you can get at the hardware store, and then put, um, you know, tie it to her collar, and that way you can let her go out very, very far all around you, but you've got her secure so she can't be a silly goose and, and jump over the fence and lose mm-hmm. her. Um, but she needs to run and be encouraged to run. And she's also looking for social interaction. She says she loves it when you play the hand mess up my hair game with me. Um, <laughs> she thinks that is great fun, and it's a nice, healthy way of socializing. Now, she does seem show me herself using her mouth, but uh, she mouthing your hand. It feels like she's being appropriate in a gentle way, but I do see her mouth opening and closing. Is she doing okay in that area with She definitely is. Game? Yeah, okay, she knows. Yeah, she um, and and it's only really with me because I I try and play with her quite a bit when I'm home, and uh, I'll let her, you know, kind of get her mouth around my hand or even my foot. But she's real gentle. Okay, 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 good. I just want to make sure that gentleness was there. She's a, a very gentle soul, and honestly, by the time she reaches around the age of feels like four or five 
is when she's going to start to settle down into the more calm type that uh-huh. it feels like your wife is especially wanting. <laughs> um, but at this point, she is young, and she's got to exercise. So let me offer you some suggestions here, and you can see what works for you in your lifestyle, Terry. Um, other mm-hmm. than the dog park, another way of stimulating her and getting her energy out is actually by doing tricks for treats. I mean, if she already knows sit and lay down, then jump on YouTube and watch any of the dog behavior videos on, you know, picking up a newspaper and bringing it to you or an object or marking their nose on a toy. And um, Zach George is the name of uh, a dog trainer. He's got tons of great YouTube, all positive-oriented training on there. The thing about training our dogs to learn more tricks, especially when they're this smart and especially when they need to get their energy out in a healthy way, when you train the brain to start thinking, it actually uses energy. It tires them out. And after a good, you know, anywhere for her, it feels like, a five- to seven-minute short training session, if you can do a couple of these throughout the day, that's also going to wear her out a little bit because it directs the energy in a new way. Thinking for a dog, especially new training, new tricks, it's going to take energy. I've, I do this with all the dogs that I foster here. They come in and they're all over with their energy, and I have to kind of reel them in and focus them, and a lot of them are very young dogs with high energy, and so we do training. And it's amazing to see them go lay down after a good long training session. Now, 10 minutes is usually max you want to do, but for her it feels like she loses her her attention span. seems to me she can handle five to seven minutes, but when you get beyond that seven minutes, I see her walking away like, okay, this isn't fun for me anymore. So you need to work within the realm of what's still fun or else you're going to be working harder than she is. And you okay. really, training should always be positive and fun for both. If it's not, you need to quit. Mm-hmm. So that's a way of exercising the brain, which will have an outlet. Um, you know, one of the other things we thought about, and, and I, I, I need to walk her when I, when I get home, uh, that's not always possible for us and um, my wife's been real preoccupied with her mother who's been in the hospital here recently Um, but I was thinking about taking her to a doggy daycare twice a week uh, to give her a bit of an outlet do you think that that's an option for her yeah, let's ask her that. Sadie, and I've actually worked those places Um, you have, you're in Parker there's a Bark City in Parker, uh, I worked uh-huh. at that place for a few months. They are phenomenal. The care, the health that they take care of, you know, the cleanliness of the place, I highly recommend them if you're looking for an actual place because I've okay. there, been there, done that, worked the dog rooms, 30-plus dogs in a group. They did fantastic. Um, Sadie, your thoughts on that, and I'm going to show her the images of what that would look like with other dogs. They get indoor time there. They get outdoor time with a – there's kind of like an – a place you can climb on that's set up for dogs. They even have a swimming pool area if the owner's okay with you doing that. Every dog wears a life jacket for safety purposes. You can choose to go in or you can sting out around the bank, your choice. She shows me being a little bit nervous around many dogs, She's again, because it feels like lack of experience. I'm going to let her know that all the dogs get tested who are in these group environments. They have to be well-rounded dogs, and they've got to be polite with other dogs, or they they kick them out. They're not allowed in doggy daycare, and they will test her, you know, for five minutes when you just stop by at random to have them test her before they even allow you into the program. She says she'd try it. Again, Terry, I just see she's a little bit nervous due to lack of experience. Let me Mm -hmm. ask the Divine what they, because the Divine, of course, has a bigger picture than she, uh, you, and me. Uh, Truth, would that be appropriate for her universe? 
doggy day. I get a yes. And to go slow and maybe okay. find out what days they are not as busy so she doesn't have to have as, you know, first-time exposure anyway with too many extra dogs around her. A small group might be nice. Um, honestly, once she learns to play with the other dogs, I see her racing around and especially loving the outdoor time that they have set up during their schedule. It, it, would that be better, or I have an opportunity in our neighborhood to have uh, dog walkers, uh, um, you know, there's teenage kids and stuff in the neighborhood that advertise that they walk dogs. Would that be a better option for her throughout the day, uh, you know, rather than a, a entire uh, day or two and during yeah. the week? Yeah, let's see what she says on that, Sadie. She says she'd love both. You know, honestly, what feels safer and more in her more in her comfort zone is actually being walked um, by, yes, a resident of your community, one of the teenagers you trust, et cetera. Yes, she would like that very much. Um, it feels like, the well, the universe is telling me that there is an aspect of the doggy daycare, though, that will socialize her in a way that she's, she's not socializing with dog-to-dog socialization and cultural language, of course, is very different than dog-to-human cultural interaction and all that. And she will gain something, I'm being told, by going to the doggy daycare. You know, sometimes they have, well, they do. They're open. I think they're open 24-7 during business hours anyway. But evening or, excuse me, weekends, you might be able to drop her off for a couple hours to try it out. And Bark City, anyway, has a camera in every dog group room, so you can actually watch her on your Mm. computer screen from home. Um, But it feels like the socialization aspects, she needs to kind of broaden her horizons and and not be, um, uh, what do you call it, a hermit, inside the house only. She's a young Mm -hmm. dog, and she needs greater exposure, which also will stimulate and enrich the mind. So, yes, her preference is a walker around the community, and yet there's something to be said for doggy care, daycare. Okay, okay. Um, I, running I, I around, can never get away from the full eight hours during the day unless I, you know, have someone that can come in middle part of the day and walk her. Uh, there's just there's just no option for us because we both work, and that is a. I I recognize that that's a downside for her because she, she's a very active dog. Um, I don't know what to do about that other than maybe breaking up the day and have someone come in and walk her. What we have done, um, what we tried to do here over the last few weeks is open up larger portions of the house to her so she has an opportunity to look in the backyard, to to walk around. She has her doggy bed in the family room. And she did pretty well with that, but then she started chewing up stuff randomly. Now, she doesn't chew up furniture so much per se, but you know, personal items, and, you know, that has forced us back into the laundry room to really restrict her access to stuff, and and I thought that the larger area was better for her, she but we lonely. can't really tolerate the, the random chewing of stuff. I hear you, and I totally get that. Um, she got lonely because I asked her, why did you chew even though you had bigger space, which she so appreciated the bigger space. Um, she says, I got lonely. So this is, uh, she's a social butterfly. She is. Um, And there's a part of her that really appreciates company. Um, Things you can do to keep her busy, Terry, uh, even if you do 
just continue to contain her down in the laundry room. And, yeah, she does understand why she's been demoted back there. Okay, because I asked her to. Do you understand? She says, I do. Um, frozen Kongs. You can buy a whole bunch of Kong toys at Petco or at PetSmart. You can take her regular, if she's eating dry kibble, you can put some extra or even deduct if she gets fed twice a day, deduct some of the meals if you're concerned about weight, although with a growing dog typically <laughs> you don't have to worry about that too much. Mm-hmm. But um, you can put a, a layer of dry kibble at the bottom and then canned dog food that, you know, agrees with her body in the center and then, you know, another layer of dry and then seal it with, again, um, a knife spoonful of uh, canned food and freeze it and you can give her those. Uh, a frozen Kong will last the average dog because i got to work at it to get the kibble out if she's food motivated, about 10 minutes. But it is something different out of the hmm. ordinary day. And if you only give it to her when she's going down in the laundry room when you're about to leave for work, then she starts to associate that as a special treat. It's like, oh, I don't get the Kong just any time. I only get it when I go down there. And it will kind of put a little bit more of a positive association with the and, being And what is that there. again? It's just the uh, the Kong toys. Are you familiar with them? Oh, Red yeah, uh-huh. yeah, sure. Yeah, so just, you know, stuff it. There's tons of YouTube videos on how to stuff Kong toys if you want more variety than the dry kibble with canned approach. But you don't want to freeze them. Freeze them for, you know, at least an hour or so. You can freeze them overnight. You can make a whole bunch of batch for the week and freeze them. And give her one or two when you leave for work, and she can only chew them downstairs. Um, also, uh, there's something called uh, bully sticks which are not rawhides, although they are thin and stick like like a rawhide. You can find them. Petco definitely sells them. I use them for my foster dogs all the time. And you can encourage her, you know, can leave these with her. These are fibrous, and they're made of um, beef tendon. So uh, really, they're much safer for a dog to be left alone with and chewing. I would not leave her alone necessarily with a rawhide because dogs have been known to choke on those. Nobody's around. The dog dies. But the tendon, it's fibrous highly unlikely that she'll choke. The thing about chewing, which is what we're trying to get out here, is it makes the dog also work. It works them mentally, and it's working her jaw bones. Serotonin is the good-feeling chemical in animal and human bodies that gets released whenever a being feels good about themselves. They've done studies, and with dogs that chew regularly, I personally call it chew therapy. I make my foster dogs have chew therapy at least once once a day, and then they get a Kong in their crate every night before they go to bed. So they usually get it twice a day, but at least once a day is it releases that serotonin in their body, which makes them feel good about themselves, which calms their body and calms their mind and calms their energy. No, I do give her chews uh, in the morning. Um, We go to Gannon uh, Grooming, which is a place here in Parker uh, that – sells more natural stuff. They have pig ears, uh, okay. bison tails, uh, uh, turkey rolls, you, you know, a lot of more natural things. And I do give her that, and she consumes those, okay. uh, but I think it doesn't take her very long. And then, you know, okay. shortly thereafter she's uh, uh, out of whatever. And I do put her toys in there typically as well uh, to give that, so that she can play with that. She doesn't, I I don't know, she just doesn't seem to be that interested in her toys when she's in there. Once we get home... She's by herself. If somebody was to throw throw the toy, I see her having huge interest because she's all... This is a dog who's all about social butterfly and being engaging with another dog. She's very happy to run out in your yard amok by herself. She shows me herself prancing and doing that. And she, you know, she's, she calls herself a self-performer out there. In other words, a self-entertainer. She can do that by herself. But with toys, I really don't 
see unless it's a piece of food type of toy or a snack that she can really work on and get something in advance or get something in exchange. Just chewing on like a rubber thing, a rubber toy in and of itself doesn't feel very engageful. Um, that's why uh, the bully sticks take dogs generally longer to work on, definitely longer than a rawhide. Um, figures, I'd actually have to time it. But if you could increase the chew therapy or try doing that in addition to the other changes that you hopefully will consider making for her, that mm-hmm. can help release that serotonin. We we need to, it feels like to me anyway, that we need to invite her to have as multiple energy outlets as possible. So work in the brain with tricks. Work in the mouth to release the serotonin in the body with chew toys daily and running her outside and walking her when the, when you can or hiring a teenager to walk her, you know, once a day, twice a day, whatever you feel. Um, these are all energetic doorways. The more you exercise in a variety of different ways, the more calmer it feels like she's going to actually be in the long run. Um, she tells me after a good bout of exercise where she's run around the yard, especially your backyard, um, she shows me coming in and being like, I see her panting, laying down exhausted. She does yeah. a good job of wearing herself out. But when she's downstairs, she can't help herself. She can't do it for herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, since we're running uh, out of time here, this goes by quite quick, actually. <laughs> uh, how about her peeing in the house and peeing when she sees uh, strangers or you know, people she hasn't seen before. What What is okay, that all about? Okay, the when she sees nager- strangers is she gets nervous. She gets excited. There's also excitement emotion within the nervousness. Um, so she's not doing this to try to get upset or to upset anybody. It, what it feels like is she's got her bladder. She's holding it. She This is a dog who she tells me she considers herself 90% house trained. It's like if you take her from downstairs and you put her outside immediately and you don't do much Hi, how are you? Excitement, cutting, rubbing her head, where when she gets excited, the blood becomes more loose. Get her out immediately, and she's successful. We do, yes. Okay, cool. So when she's got nervous, good. When she's got nervousness and excitement mixed together, when guests come in, it feels like her bladder goes into that hyper, you know, we're a little nervous again, and I can easily let loose. My suggestion would be, if somebody comes to the door, you weren't expecting them, since you know that Sadie can sometimes be this way, couple things you can do. As soon as your your friend, whoever's at the door, comes in, you can actually say, I'm training, I'm in retraining my dog right now, she's in training. I'm going to ask that you don't touch her, you don't bend over her, you don't mm-hmm. pet her, you don't do all those things that mm-hmm. guests like to do. Because what that does is as soon as you bend over, as soon as a stranger, let's put it that way, would bend over her, I see her bladder just going, spilling. Mm-hmm. Um, in the human world, humans bend over dogs, and we don't always realize that that is kind of like intimidating to our dogs when any mm-hmm. of our dogs happen to have, you know, um, nervousness going on in their body. And there's, since there's a sense, uh, sense of nervousness mixed in with the excitement, she's got some of that. If humans really understood dog culture, and there's a great book called Calming Signals for Dogs, it tells you, you can get it online, Amazon.com. Calming Signals for Dogs is a book written by a dog trader. Her name is Turid, T-U-R-I-D is her first name. I forget what country she's from. Anyway, but if humans understood dog language more, we would know that we should approach a dog the way that dogs approach each other. Two jog dogs that are being non-confrontational, in other words, appropriate in their coming together, will approach each other in kind of a circular sort of fashion versus a frontal chest-to-chest mm-hmm. or eye-stare-to-eye-stare. Eye-stare-to-eye-stare or chest-to-chest or a human leaning over a dog 
especially when the human doesn't have a relationship or isn't trusted by that dog, can be very intimidating and even threatening to some of these dogs. I don't see she feels threatened. I don't see any aggressiveness in this dog, period. She's just a really nice girl. She is. But she really she is. feels like, get the people to ignore her, and I see that you could invite the person in, don't no eye contact from the person, don't even you hold her back if you can. Just pretend she's not there. Both of you ignore her. No eye contact, no turning towards her or anything. And then you immediately take her out so that you can set her up for success because she's already got a potentially loose bladder. She's like a loose cannon. Get her outside, let her go. It feels okay. like you'll be able to help the situation that way. And some of the, and the other thing that we do if we are expecting people is we will put her outside. And, okay. you know, once they get here settled in, and we've done that, actually, because uh, we have people that normally stay with us during Christmas time, and it's over a period of several days. So everybody, when she does come in, is just very quiet, doesn't pay any attention to her. She's running around, sniffing on everybody, um, okay. and then she'll settle down. But it it takes so a while you, with her. Yeah, and, I would personally, my suggestion here, since you, you want a different outcome, so we need to change something that we, the humans, are doing to allow there to be the potential for a different outcome. Decrease the amount of time between when the person comes in the door and you get them settled in and you get her out. Ideally, as soon as you walk them in, say, hey, I'm just going to let my dog out. Can you just, you know, or or, there's a living room, have a seat. I'm going to let my dog out. Let her out, like, within, ideally, less than a minute of them coming in the house. Okay. Okay. As she ages and as she becomes more self-assured and confident with herself in the company of your guests, and this is kind of a thing. She's just kind of got to grow up a little bit more. It feels like the bladder thing is going to go away on its own. But this and it has thing. improved as she's gotten a little older. She was even a lot worse younger. So I believe yeah. that to be true as well. So Yeah. But to really, really take care of her needs, I, I'm, I'm hearing I really need to get her more exercise uh, throughout the week because that's, that's what's causing her anxiety. It is, on a regular basis, because there's a saying out there in the dog world, a tired dog is a good dog, mm-hmm. okay, because their body's tired, they're, they're mentally tired at that point, and they don't have any extra energy to do anything that you and I would define as bad. Now, I do want to let her know, Sadie, there are going to be times your people are going to have to have you down in that laundry room, and your person is going to do his best to change things on his end to accommodate your very physical, physiological needs. However, we need you to keep your teeth in your mouth when it comes to respecting the laundry room downstairs. This means chewing the drywall is inappropriate. It's a problem for your person. It could be a problem for your body as well, health-wise, if you were to ingest something that became stuck or was a chemical. Um, So teeth in your mouth is your job. Your people will do their job in caring for your physical needs, and you need to help them out and do your job. She says, I can do this. She tells me she's only chewed, as she defines it, a little. A little. <laughs> um, so I'm going to let her know that you guys are going to thank her and praise her now and in the days ahead for ceasing the chewing 100%. Give her credit, Terry, when credit is due. You know, um, make a mental note, Terry, of when you leave that day and you put her downstairs, make a mental note of what the damage, you know, present time looks like. And then when you get home, take another mental snapshot, take a look. Has it changed or has she been working on it? 
Um, bitter apple spray is something that you can use, too, on your, your drywall, the baseboards of the door. Um, it has a, a yucky taste for many mm-hmm. dogs, and that can be a deterrent. Um, there is also, okay, that's not, okay, there's something else that's coming in here. Um, flower essence, okay. Well, let me see, Universe is saying flower essence would help her. Now, these are not essential oils. They are totally different things. Which flower essence is this for anxiety? There's a flower essence, um, Bach, or a different one, a different one, put out by Green Hope Farms that I will send you a link to in the next 24 hours or less. Just check your email for it. And it's actually called anxiety. Now, the anxiety she has, understand, is pent-up anxiety. It's not the kind of anxiety that a dog or a person would have because they're worrying all the time. Mm-hmm. or they're unhappy, okay? So this is pent-up energy that turns into anxiety because she, frankly, doesn't know what to do with herself. Okay. okay. So um, to use the Green Hope Farms Anxiety Flower Essence, it comes in a little dropper, a little dropper vial. You just simply shake the bottle and then put two to five drops into the water bowl. It's um, totally fine how much she wants to drink or how little she wants to drink, but every time she drinks, she actually exposes herself to that nice balanced energy. It is not herbal-based, which means that there's no physical components that could possibly interfere with diet or GI system or any meds she might be on or future meds she could be on. It's just balanced energy in a bottle, and it's, um, again, we think of it as like another tool, another door, if you will, of helping her have an appropriate energy outlet. If she has appropriate energy outlets, you're going to have a golden dog because she is very polite. She actually values manners. She tells me she's the best sitter in the world. She can sit, (laughs) in other words, very well. Um, She thinks she's a pretty darn good listener as well. Um, And she says she's she's good to your company. She really is. She's. I mean, you've got you've got a really fantastic dog here. You just got to during this young age phase help her get her energy out and as she ages it doesn't feel like you're going to need to exercise her as much Mm-hmm. okay and i and i totally believe that to be true i i i i i sense that from her just uh because how much she she feels the need to to be active uh, when we're here i mean she'll she'll literally put her throw toy in my lap uh, when I get home uh, to let me know that she definitely wants to play. <laughs> uh-huh. And it's interesting. She seems to identify with you slightly more than your wife, um, and it could just be because you have time to play and maybe your wife doesn't. But she, she My wife like... is not a real uh, animal person. She uh. doesn't interact a lot with, with Sadie. Uh, I mean, it, you know, on a limited basis, I mean, but she's not real touchy-feely. I am, because I grew up with animals my entire life, and particularly dogs, and I absolutely love them. And she enjoys them, but she doesn't, not to the extent that I do. Cool. Cool. Well, um, she's very, she's very happy with your wife. It's just, yeah, so that, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, that's why she's, she's engaging with you. She's engaging with a person who engages with her, (laughs) who engages back. Mm -hmm. Um, The last thing that's coming up here too, Terry, is play dates. If you happen to have a neighborhood friend whose dog is dog friendly and you want to get together with, you know, them, that's different than doggy daycare. It's just a dog one-on-one, people standing around and observing. Um, It feels like that would be fun for her. She keeps showing me a little dog. Let me ask her what she's trying to get across here. She says she likes little dogs. She'll sometimes bark at them. 
but she says she likes little dogs. Um, so it just feels she, like her comfort zone is more open to little versus even hmm. her size. Uh, my daughter has had a couple of different uh, dogs, and she brings them over when they come over and spend any time and allows, you know, they play in the backyard the entire day. Um, when when she's done, she's in here, and she is absolutely exhausted. Uh-huh. You'll see that with doggy day care, too. <laughs> hmm. Yep. They do, um, at least City Bark has a, a half-day doggy daycare. Some people just bring the animals in for a few hours, half day. I mean, you can choose how many hours or the whole day that you want okay, to Okay, good. So there's options. So it might be nice to do something like that on a weekend and actually spy on her with that camera and see for yourself. I mean, other than asking the staff, they'll give you an assessment too. But I, you know, as the owner, I personally would want to spy on my dog and see how is my dog doing? Is she shivering mm-hmm. in the corner as all the other dogs will about or is she really walking around and engaging? Mm-hmm. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Anything else you have in mind, Terry, to ask her? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I feel like I, I know her pretty well. Uh, just this destructiveness has been real hard for us it, um, and uh, something that, it, it, you know, is a problem. And uh, uh, we weren't sure that we were going to get another pet because we didn't necessarily want to go through the puppy stage. Um but uh, we're there, and, you know, she's growing up, and uh, I think some of these things, as you said, will correct themselves as she gets older. But without a doubt, I know that she needs more exercise, and I, I feel like I understand her pretty well. She she listens to me extremely well. She, she'll do almost anything I tell her to do. And, uh, and if I've noticed that she has chewed something up a lot in the house, and I scold her on that she'll lay on her bed and stay over there knowing she knows what she's done and then you know eventually uh, once I settle down and stuff in the house she'll work her way either back over to me or I'll call her over and and, uh, um, just you know give her love because I hate I hate to scold her over those things, I've just gotten to the point. I'm just not quite sure how to how to deal with it. Yeah, yeah, and and at her age, she's doing it only because her body's like, oh, I've got some energy. What am I going to do with it? She's not. Yeah, I, I can't This isn't that. spite. Yeah. Um. One more thing, too, Terry. When you do walk her, no, she is a growing dog still. She's not done growing in her body, although it feels like she's about at maximum height. But her her femur bones in her back have yet to grow. But there is, if you've ever seen Caesar Milan, the dog whisperer, he'll often take these dogs that go on walks with their owners that really have a lot of energy and need to get their energy out, and they will. He'll put a doggy backpack that's designed for dogs on their back and put equal weights of books or you know a um, couple bottles of water on either side you don't want to overdo it since her body's still growing um, but you know putting a little extra weight as she's being walked with you or with a teenager um, will also help her expel more energy because she's got to work a little bit harder yeah yeah okay yeah that's a good idea all right all right very good all right keep me posted let me know how she does okay I will, certainly. I appreciate your time. All right. Take care, Terry. Okay. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. With Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.